All content discussed on Hypochondriactor are the individual opinions of Dr. Priyanka Wally and Sean Hayes and should not be construed as personalized medical advice. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. Please consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the podcast. My name is Dr. Priyanka Wally. I'm a medical doctor and a comedian. How about a bowl of poutine, eh? Priyanka, what's up with the Canadian talk, eh? The Mounties will be after you. Hey, don't be a hoser, Sean. I'm getting ready for our Canadian guest, Emily Mamshire. Me too. Let's Canuck on. It's safe to say that I'm not America's first hypochondriac, but I am America's first actor, which I can't do in a Canadian accent. This episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. I started taking Athletic Greens because, A, I don't have time. I want better gut health. It gives me more energy, and I don't like taking pills and vitamins stuff. And I wanted something that tastes really, really good. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods sourced, superfoods, probiotics, and more to help you start your day Right. I love Athletic Greens. I use it almost every morning. I take it with me when I travel because it's so fast and easy. And I love it knowing that I'm traveling with something that's good for me. It's right there in my bag. I just take it out and I make it in the morning. It's super easy. It's lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free and contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, artificial anything, and it still tastes great. AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. So Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash hypo. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash hypo to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hey, Sean. Priyanka. Hey. <laughs> hey. What are we like, the Fonz? What's this about? Boot today. Emily Hampshire. Emily Hampshire's on the show today. Isn't that exciting? Yes. Did you watch Shit's Creek? I watched it. I watched everything. Yeah, I know everything about Shit's Creek. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. Did you watch it? I did watch it. It's really good. I can't wait to meet her in person because her character is this sort of dry, crispy, raspy kind of like deadpan person. So I can't wait to meet her in person. She seems really funny. So wait, I want to ask you about this thing. I clipped my right toe like a little too deep and then you pull up on it, you know, it bled. So now it hurts to walk on it. I obviously did it too deep, right? You did it a little too deep. So what do I do? Neosporin, something like that? Yeah, I would just uh, pat it nicely. Probably open toed shoes might be better for a couple days, but yeah. but obviously with socks on top, don't keep the toe completely exposed. It's just the pressure is going to make it worse. But yeah. do you regularly do your toes? I don't climb trees with my toenails. <laughs> That's what you're asking me. Yes, I clip them. You clip them on your own? Yeah, yeah. Should I get a mani-pedi? I mean... 
why not? You're Sean Hayes. <laughs> like you can get people lining up to your house to do your toes yeah, if you both want. Of them. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to do your own toes. <laughs> <laughs> but I might have to. Why? Now that you injured yourself? Yeah. But wait, can it get infected and what's the deal? Yes. Yeah, so this is the other thing. You don't necessarily need Neosporin per se, but regular old soap and water is very effective for killing bacteria. Okay. When you're in the shower, just make sure you're doing a nice lather. Get like a really nice soapy lather and just rub it. And don't scrub it. Like don't chafe the skin down right. even more. Just a nice soapy, gentle lather should do the trick. That's what I think of you when I think of you. I think you're a nice, gentle, soapy lather. Lather. <laughs> just cleaning up the world. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> hey, when you were a kid, I wanted to ask, what was your biggest dream? Like was being a doctor your like... Ever since you were a kid, were you like, oh my God, that's the thing? No, absolutely not. I know we talked a little bit about this before, but... I, I would write poems when I was little. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I wanted to to be a writer. I just had so many feelings mm-hmm. and I just needed to get these feelings out. I just felt things very deeply. So poetry was really special and meaningful to me. And This podcast is a little bit of poetry. You're getting your feelings out. Oh, totally. No, this podcast is poetry. This podcast <laughs> is a musical beautiful poem. It's a poem that doesn't rhyme. Hey everyone, Priyanka here. I'm just interrupting the show to share a content warning about the next topic that Sean and I discuss. I'm going to talk briefly about my experience at the Van Gogh Immersion Art Exhibit and suicide is mentioned. So if that is not something you would like to hear about, please skip ahead one minute and 20 seconds. Also, if you need support for yourself or someone else who is feeling suicidal, please know that you can get help. Call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at one 800 273-8255. It's free and totally confidential. Now back to the show. Wait, can I just say what I did yesterday? Yes, please. Have you been to the Van Gogh Immersion Exhibit? Do you know about this? No, where? In Los Angeles? Yeah, yeah. It's called The Lighthouse. It's off of Sunset Boulevard. They put you in this giant room and then they play all these Van Gogh images and they change and then they blast like really loud emotional music. Oh, I've heard of this. I actually was really moved. I didn't see Van Gogh's art as so deeply sad until last night. You know, he suffered from severe mental health issues. Well, he chopped his own ear off. Yeah, but he had severe untreated bipolar disorder, was depressed and had manic phases. See, this is what fascinates me because way back then people were like, oh, you're crazy. You just get thrown in this room, which is so awful and sad. I mean, they didn't know what that was. They didn't know how to treat it. He suffered so much of his life. You know, he had these partners, like he had a couple of female relationships and one of them committed suicide. (gasps) He definitely had a very dark life. Wow. He ended up committing suicide too, right? Yeah. Yeah. He he shot himself. Did he really chop his ear off? Yes. He did it to make a point to this other artist. He could have just written a letter. I mean, yeah. Anyways, it was very eye-opening, but now we got a Van Gogh to our next guest. That's... <laughs> I was going to say it might be eye-opening. It definitely wasn't ear-opening. Okay, so we're going to go to one of our recorded messages that we love to hear. This first one's from Bonnie. Hi, Sean. Hi, Dr. Wally. My name's Bonnie from Livonia, Michigan, and I'd like to tell you about a real quick medical mystery. A year ago this past May, my husband heard me in my sleep kind of gurgling or making some kind of odd breathing noise. Oh he was trying to wake me. He couldn't wake me. He threw water on me. 
he did anything he could to wake me, and I would not wake up. Oh, my God. Uh, he called uh, the dispatch to send the ambulance, and they, he told them he, he threw water on me, and they told him not to do that. He had already had done it. Five EMTs came in and took me out of bed. I had the grossest T-shirt on, and my hair was really bad from <laughs> doing not brushing it after I washed it. Sure. And they carried me out. I have no memory of it. I woke up in the hospital the next morning after a CT scan, an MRI, every little test you could do. They even a COVID test right away. As soon as I woke up, they still could not find why they could not wake me up in the middle oh my of the night. God. My what? oncologist and cancer surgeon after that even were mystified by this and it doesn't have anything to do with my cancer they assured me i had breast cancer no big deal thanks just thought i'd share that medical mystery and maybe dr wally could uh make sense of it okay this is what's crazy about bonnie first of all how horrible and it's scary for yeah. her husband and for her and i love that she was like well my hair my hair my hair is terrible <laughs> yeah, and i had a horrible like, t-shirt my t-shirt <laughs> meanwhile she might be dying but she's like oh my god i gotta give me two seconds i just gotta run my hair into the dryer yeah. but here's the thing my husband, Scotty, he had the same thing. I couldn't wake him up and he was having a yeah. diabetic coma or seizure or whatever you call it. Uh-huh. And I called the NTs and they shot him with glucose, you know, with uh-huh. sugar because his glucose levels were so low uh-huh. and that he went into a coma. So I wonder if that happened, although you can't come out of it unless you're given sugar. Glucose, if that is the case. First of all, sky's the limit in terms of possibilities of what she could have had. There's obviously more to the story than what meets the eye. Yeah, I wonder like when they picked her up and put her in the ambulance, what point did she wake up and what made her wake up? What was going through her mind? Like, does she remember waking up? What does she remember as she was falling asleep that night? Was it just a regular Mm -hmm. night or did she have other signs and symptoms? Like maybe she was extremely tired or something, Mm -hmm. you know, she was dizzy before going to bed or- Probably put on some reruns of Shit's Creek and that woke her up. Oh, snap. <laughs> oh, man. That is extremely scary. I'm so glad that you're talking and able to share the experience. It would be interesting to see if she got a sleep study done. Yeah. You stay at a lab overnight and then they look at your brain waves to see what's going on with your brain as you're sleeping or if you're losing oxygen. Sleep apnea is one of those things. I think that's funny. That's a great idea. Bonnie, if you're listening, you should do a sleep study. We're not giving advice. We're not no, giving no. medical advice. I'm just like saying maybe do a sleep study. <laughs> per chance. Per chance. I think the sleep studies are so funny because you go to this foreign place and you don't know this thing. You sleep in this bed with these wires. How in the world am I going to have a normal night's sleep? Wait, so you've had a sleep study, Don? Of course I have. It's called <laughs> hypochondriactor. What did your results show, if you don't mind sharing? It showed that I'm the Hulk. Oh. <laughs> yeah. They were like, this guy's dreams are <laughs> off the hook. I had a touch of sleep apnea, but of course they're going to find something because they want to sell you that machine. And then I bought the machine and then that was years and years and years ago. And yeah. I just did it again. And they're like, you're fine. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Well, great. So listen, Bonnie, thank you. There's not much I can say other than that. There's more to the story. We need a little more facts, but I'm yeah. so, so glad that not only you live to tell the story, but you're also very concerned about looking fabulous as you're going through very serious medical issues. She said she was gurgling. I wonder if it had anything to do with that the fact that she lies over the ocean because my Bonnie lies over the ocean. <laughs> nice, okay, nice. We can't top that. That's it. <laughs> Next guest. We cannot top that. Adlina, let's listen to Adlina. Hello, Sean and Dr. Wally. My name is Adlina. I'm calling from South Jersey, also known as Letting Anape Land. Um, so I've had so many weird medical things my whole life, and I've been obsessed with this show since I discovered it a few months ago. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so the big one was when I was 24 years old. 
I was performing in a play that I had written that was being produced by my small multicultural theater company. Nice. Um, I have been having crazy pain in my stomach for months, but as y'all probably understand, we aren't really taught, especially in our early 20s, to go to the doctor or take a break when we feel sick. Mm. Uh, and in the theater world, the show must go on. So mm-hmm. the show went on, and my intestine burst open. <sighs> Just like me. Um, I was rushed to the hospital by my co-star and co-producer and was diagnosed with Crohn's disease. I had three surgeries in eight months. My whole life stopped. The show did not go on. Mm. I had an ostomy for six months and then a reversal. I also had ascites of my abdomen, which they could Mm. never really figure out what was causing, what Mm. was causing it. Um, Oh, and (laughs) after my first CAT scan, we also discovered that I had partial heterotaxy, which means basically all my organs are on the wrong side of my body, what? except oh, my heart. Interesting. My heart is in the right place. Um, anyway, so today I'm in remission. I get infusion every six weeks, um, and I do the 816 fast and stuff like that to like help my digestion. Um, I've had a bunch of other chronic health issues like juvenile arthritis and super sensitive skin. And what I'm learning is that the medical field really breaks our bodies into parts. Um, And I really wish that we would look at the whole body instead and think about, you know, how it's all connected. And maybe we'd figure out a little bit more of what's actually going on with us. Oh, okay. I got chills listening to that. Yeah. Bless your heart, Adlina. Bless your right-sided heart. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wait, so much to unpack there. So much. Yeah. First of all, do you know what Crohn's is, Sean? I mean, yeah, I probably have it. No, you don't know. My intestine burst open. Your intestine burst open. Yes. Which was really unfortunate, but you've had a colonoscopy and it didn't show inflammation in certain parts of your gut the way classic Crohn's shows. So Crohn's is inflammation in a very intense, I mean, it goes through the entire part. It's called transmural inflammation. It goes through the entire part of the gut and it can actually cause parts of the gut to stricture and like get really narrow and tight. Yeah, It can perf your gut. It's really, really a lot to deal with. Is there a treatment for it or? So she had parts of her gut taken out and she said she had an ostomy put in and a a reversal, meaning at one point she needed to have a bag attached to her intestines and then they were able to reverse it, which is fortunate. And I don't know the prevalence of Crohn's, but there are some genetic reasons that you can be predisposed and it's very common. The medical system does look at people based off of their separated body parts, like your Crohn's is just looked at as an intestinal issue unless you have extra intestinal manifestations of which Mm -hmm. there can be many. And I think Adlina's right in the sense that it's the whole person. If we looked at the whole person. And lifestyle and all Lifestyle and also what's going on emotionally with them Mm -hmm. as well as what's going on physically. I mean, I agree with what Adlina's saying. So thank you. Yeah, that's really moving. Yeah, Adlina, I'm so sorry you went through all that. Thank God you're doing okay. But her organs are on the opposite side side of her body. That's what fascinates me. My God. Yeah. Heterotaxy. Yeah. Makes me wonder like if she walks lopsided or something like. Nah, nah. I mean, we don't walk lopsided with our organs on the sides that they are. No. I thought all of them were on one side. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> No, it's like a mirror image. Oh, okay. You know, when you look at something as like a left-sided, but it should yeah. be a right side, yeah. it's like that. But no, yeah. it's not like she has like half of her body's not deflated. 
How would you know if they're on the opposite side? Because when we're born, the kidneys don't have like an L and an R on them. That is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it would be x-rays like, whoa, your heart's completely on the right side and your liver would be on the left side. I mean, so you have to do the Pledge of Allegiance with your left hand Hand on your right, right? Because you put your hand on your heart. Yeah. So it would be like a left handed, right hearted Pledge of Allegiance. I love that. I love that. Thank you, Adlina. Thank you so much. And thank you to Bonnie. Thanks, guys. Keep calling in if you'd like. Our phone line is still open. Leave us a message at 323-529-6031. That's 323-529-6031. Let's get to our guest. We are supported by Aura Frames. All your loved ones really want for the holidays is to see you. And if schedules or distance get in the way of getting together, make their wish come true with an Aura Smart Frame. I love it. Thoughtfully crafted and easy to set up, an Aura Frame keeps you close to the people who matter most, making it easy to share photos from anywhere in the world using the Aura app. I mean, no wonder Oprah added it to her favorite things for the third year in 2021. Well, how about that? It's not Oprah's favorite things. I didn't know that. That's great. I love it because, you know, like in Harry Potter, when they open up a newspaper or look at a picture frame and it moves, that's what it reminds me of. It makes it feel so real. It makes you feel closer to the people. I love it. It's beautifully wrapped and ready to gift. Any Aura Frame can be personalized with cherished memories and delivered right to their door for an easy last minute gift that will warm their heart and help you stay connected all year long. Just preload photos and invite family members to contribute ahead of time. Once your recipient sets it up and turns on the frame, they'll immediately see cherished memories and their favorite faces. And Aura keeps your photos secure and makes it easy to control who has access to your frame. The high-resolution screen makes your photos look their best and doesn't look like a screen at all. It's wild. Aura software detects faces and other key details in your photos and intelligently adjusts the image to fill the screen so nothing gets left out. Last year, Aura frames completely sold out, so don't don't wait. Visit AuraFrames.com and get gifting now. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Listeners use code ACTOR to take $30 off Aura's best-selling digital picture frames. Hypochondriactor is supported by StoryWorth. This holiday season, I want to just give a gift to my loved ones that make them feel special and unique, just like the relationship we share. That's why I'm giving everyone I care about StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps you and your loved ones preserve precious memories and stories for years to come. It's a thoughtful and meaningful gift that connects you to those who matter most. I really love StoryWorth because it's just brought me closer to my loved ones more than I ever thought possible, especially with all the distance now that we have from each other. Every week, StoryWorth emails your relative or friend a thought-provoking question of your choice from their vast pool of possible options. Each unique prompt asks questions you'd never thought to ask, like, what's the bravest thing you've ever done in your life? Or, if you could see into the future, what would you want to find out? After one year, StoryWorth will compile all your loved ones' stories, including photos into a beautiful keepsake book that you'll be able to share and revisit for generations to come. Reading the weekly stories helps connect you with loved ones no matter how near or far apart you are. With StoryWorth, we're giving those we love most a thoughtful personal gift from the heart and preserving their memories and stories for years to come. Go to storyworth.com slash actor and save $10 on your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash actor to save $10 on your first purchase. You know our guest today from her role as Stevie on Schitt's Creek, and you can hear her on the new podcast, The Beautiful Liar. Please welcome Emily Hampshire. 
Hi. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you. I'm Sean, as you know, and this is Dr. Priyanka Wally. Hi, Emily. Huge fan. Thank you so much for being on our podcast. Emily, where are you right now? Um, I'm in L.A. Oh, you are? Okay. You look mm-hmm. like you're like in a barn or something. Well, I just got a house, so I have no furniture. I just, I have a mattress. And so like there's, <laughs> I have Wi-Fi and a mattress. What else do you need? You're done. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Wi-Fi. That's it. That's all you need. Hey, it's so nice to meet you. We're such huge, huge, huge fans. Huge fans. Tell me about The Beautiful Liar. I love that title. And, and what is it? Because I haven't had a chance to check it out yet. So it is... Um, a narrative podcast, like story, uh, like kind of like an old school radio drama type thing. And it's about this young girl, Clementine, who is blind from birth, who discovers she has these supernatural powers. So do you know the, uh, the ex ambassadors, this band, Uh Sam Nelson Harris, who's the lead singer in this band, his brother, Casey was blind from birth. And when they were kids, they used to listen to a lot of radio dramas and books on tape and, So he wanted to make his album kind of like have those things in it. And through the course of making his album, they came up with this kind of story and that became the podcast. And so when this this girl, Clementine, starts to have these powers also at the same time, a voice in her head shows up and that is shadow who is played by me, and I'm a bit of a nightmare in her head. It's <laughs> okay. like the voice in your head that tells you you shouldn't say that thing. People are not going to yeah. like you if you say that thing. Mm. Or, yeah. And you realize once you've done a lot of therapy, you realize mm. that it's there to protect you. That voice no longer stays in my head. It just comes out of my mouth, sadly. Speaking of voices, I have to share this. I read this article in British Medical Journal the other day about this person. This was a published article. This person was hearing voices voices all of a sudden and the voices in her head were saying to this individual, hi, you don't know us, but we're here to help you. You need to go to the hospital to get your brain scan. So she goes to the doctor's office and she's like, I'm hearing voices and they're telling me I should get my head scanned. So obviously the doctor scanned her brain because she was hearing the voices. She gets a brain scan. There's a brain tumor. She gets it taken out. Her life is saved. Come on. No. Isn't Come that on. wild? This was published in BMJ. This is an actual medical case. That is amazing. I thought you were going to go with the person who had like foreign accent syndrome, which I find fascinating. But like, <laughs> this is way more fascinating than Wait, that. Wait, what's foreign accent syndrome? When somebody just suddenly develops an accent. Like I could <laughs> suddenly have... Um, A Canadian accent. Well, yes. If I, if I let myself go, then I'm very, I mean, I'm always sorry. I'm always, but I've trained myself to say sorry and not, I am though sorry. always, we as Canadians are sorry. very sorry, apologize for our existence, but yeah. That's wild. You know, I think those same voices, Priyanka, are the ones who tell me to constantly eat hamburgers and bad food. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'll listen to them. They're talking to me. You should. It could save your life like you could find out you needed that to be able to not have a heart attack and die. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. I need them to tell me to eat better. Now, speaking of voices, also, you lost your voice. Isn't that correct? Uh, I did. I did. I lost my voice. It was 2000. It was right before um, the first, first wave of COVID, which is weird to 
be nostalgic for the first wave of COVID. Uh-huh. Um, but um, yeah, I lost my voice and I never thought that was a thing. Like I only thought right. that happened to like mermaids and when there was a, a sea witch. Um, but I actually lost my voice. And what was crazy was that when I would get into Ubers, I would like have a note saying, I lost my voice, just FYI. I've continued to do that after, so I don't have to <laughs> yeah. talk. All right, right. You know, you can just check no talking in the ride. Oh, I know. Well, that's if you get the fancier one. Okay, that's the <laughs> upgrade in between Uber X and Uber Black is where you can have good temperature. But a bunch of people would then start signing at me and be like, mm. like no one can hear th- see this, but mm-hmm. but and I'm like I'm not I'm not deaf. I right. I lost right. I lost my voice. Wait, so was I it did. laryngitis or like? Yeah, it was laryngitis. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Man. I want to know what caused that. I had that too. You know, I auditioned for Frozen, a little movie called Frozen, to play um, Olaf. And my agent was like, you have to go in today. And I was like, I, I literally never in my life have I lost my voice. I completely, I cannot talk. Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 they know that. I told them that, but you have to go in. But it's a voiceover. On, I don't I have to use my voice. <laughs> he's like, doesn't yeah. matter. They know that. No big deal. Just go in. Well, of course I'm not going <laughs> to. Right. It's so unfair. I'm like, hi, everybody. And they're like, okay, I know you're, just do your best. I was like, okay, here we go. Yeah. And then they wanted me to sing. They're like, do you have a song? I'm like, are you fucking kidding? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So laryngitis. It's really interesting. So uh, are you familiar with how you actually produce sound with your voice? Because your vocal cords, actually, they need to come together and air vibrates over the touching vocal cords. And that's what makes the noise. The analogy is like farting. Like when your butt cheeks come together and the air moves through, it makes a noise, right? So it's the same thing with your vocal cords. And so when your vocal cords get inflamed, like with laryngitis, the air traveling over the vocal cords it gets really distorted because the vocal cords are super swollen and that distorts the sound produced by the air passing over them. Does that make sense? Yeah, but do you know why your butt crack is vertical and not horizontal? Because if it was horizontal and you fell down the stairs, you would go... (laughs) I thought it had to do with the tail, like, because... We used to have tails. But but I need to know this, though. You said the fart sound comes from the butt cheeks vibrating. So you're saying if one separated their butt cheeks, no one would know they farted? Actually, it's the anal opening. It's not actually your... I mean, the, the, ki- the sound of the fart... Both produce bad breath. Oh. <laughs> Just saying, your bad breath out of the oh. out of your, you have bad breath down there. The anal opening is a kind of like a mini vocal cord setup in the sense oh that God. if you take two pieces of skin and you move air through it, it's gonna make a farting noise. And I don't want to actually do the farting noise because you have misophonia apparently, so I want to be respectful of that. But let's move away from the anus. So <laughs> what happens when you lose your voice, like Emily did? So the vocal cords they become inflamed, whether you're infected or even things like. Like smoking, you know, anything that causes chronic inflammation, GERD or esophageal reflux can actually cause the vocal cords to be inflamed. And so then the surface over which the air is moving is distorted. It's not a straight shot because those vocal cords are so big and inflamed. The air can't move clearly through the vocal cords versus normal healthy vocal cords, which are two pieces of tissue. We've we've already given the bum analogy. Yeah, I can't, I can't do, I mean, there's only so many orifices. I guess if you purse your lips and you make a little sound with your lips, if your lips were really big. Yeah. How long did it last? Um, 
Well, so here's the thing. As an actor, this is when you get laryngitis, like right. when you had the audition. I and I think I got it from doing press because I was doing a lot of press and I and it was award season and I was yelling at parties and stuff. Um, and I had my first ever like Super Bowl commercial. I've oh, never I had it in two days and it was the biggest thing. Like for me. Uh, I I'd never done a commercial before and like wow. to be making more money than you make our entire all our seasons of Shit's Creek yeah. like and, and in American day. dollars yeah. Yeah. and and it's a Super Bowl <laughs> and it's with with Charlie Day from like Sunny mm-hmm. it's like the greatest opportunity of my yeah. life and I lose my voice like it was maybe 5 days before and my wow. manager did not want them to know Um, and so we did everything like I called people I knew in the music industry I went to this special throat guy he stuck things down it he gave me steroids and injected me with stuff and so I was able to speak on that day um if you listen to that commercial now, I sound so sexy. I, like, uh, I've right. never sounded sexier in my you life. You sound sexy now, too. Oh. Yes. <laughs> but it's really like people who know me are mm-hmm. like, that's not your voice. But I was supposed to be kind of me in it, which mm-hmm. was crazy, too. I was like, right. I'm myself in a Tide commercial. Right. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, and it was about being messy. And it was, like, tailored to me. And I couldn't speak. So, anyways, I got my voice back. But then, right after the commercial was finished, I then lost my voice again and was sick for so, so long. Oh, wow. wow. Thought I was patient zero after oh, wow. when COVID So, it must have came. been, like, bronchitis or something, or right? Or... Well, I does this, Priyanka, does this make sense? Because my theory is that they shot me up with all the stuff to make me be able to speak for that day. Mm-hmm. And then when that was over, then the cat came back. Well, okay. So I'm assuming the assumption here is that you had some kind of viral upper respiratory tract infection. Viruses tend to be the most common causes of laryngitis or infectious laryngitis. And so by taking the steroids, you sort of suppressed your immune system response against the virus. So the swelling went down, but the virus was still there and your body needed to kind of clear that. And so once you stopped the steroids, everything came back with a vengeance and you were like doubling down with even more recovery. Did you have lung symptoms as well, where you were like coughing or having trouble breathing on top of that after the Super Bowl event? After, yes. Because before there was no like coldy kind of symptoms. And that's why I believed that I caused it and not a sea witch. <laughs> so, By the way, the word sea witch is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I know that it's an octopus in The Little Mermaid, but... Right, a sea, sea yeah. witch is great. <laughs> we are supported by Raycon. Mm, by now, you've probably seen about a thousand gift guides for the holiday season. Oh, so many. Right? Gifts for mom, gifts for guys, gifts for your neighbor's cousin's dog. God kids, everybody. You could just study all those gifts guides and shop at 10 different places or 
you could start your shopping at Raycon and yes. get a gift everyone will use the Raycon wireless earbuds. I love my Raycon wireless earbuds because they make my music sound amazing and they fit my ears perfectly. Mm, absolutely. Raycons give you amazing audio quality wherever you go, whether you use them to pump up, wind down, to work, or work out. They'd be useful for anyone on your list, even better for you. They start at half the price of other premium audio brands. And with their latest model, you get three new sound profiles to make sure everything you're listening to sounds its best with just the right amount of bass. You have pure mode, which you can listen to podcasts like, I don't know, hypochondriactor. Balanced mode, which is great for listening to rock. And bass mode, which is super great for EDM. Raycons are available in five stylish colors, so you can pick a perfect one for everyone on your list. With free shipping and returns, gifting is easier than ever. The holidays are coming up faster than you think, guys. Now is the time to knock out that gift list and avoid the last minute shipping scramble, especially because right now our listeners will get 15% off site-wide with code HOLIDAY at buyraycon.com slash actor. Go to buyraycon.com slash actor and use code HOLIDAY today to get 15% off your entire Raycon order. Buyraycon.com slash actor. I want to go to this fascinating. I don't know what it is. Please tell me how you got it, what it is. It's called, am I saying it right? My misophonia? Misophonia. Yeah, misophonia. Yeah. Oh, I've been saying it wrong. I always said misophonia, but misophonia. Okay. I mean, we'll yeah. take all of the above. That's fine. Yeah. What is it, Emily? And how did you get it? Well, so basically, it's uh, the most basic thing is people who are oversensitive to sounds um, yes. and very certain sounds are very triggering. I never use the word triggering, but like it just, I'm not a millennial. <laughs> the word triggering is triggering. <laughs> it's triggering. But it's um, like for me, it's in particular sound like bagel and cream cheese. Somebody eating with a bagel and cream cheese because there's moist and crunch. I want to, and if their mouth is, I want to murder them. And it really starts to get me physically angry and like I can't be friends with them. Cereal's a big one. So like serious, like this is a serious thing that you have. Yes, this is actually a real thing. There are studies that have shown that people with misophonia actually have activity level in their brain, especially the auditory cortex. There are certain brain pathways that are just wired differently in someone who has misophonia and they experience intense anger, disgust. I like can ruin a relationship on it. I can really, and friends of my, like my best friend, I feel bad though, because I, there's ways I do it. Like when I eat or it's not, it's fine if I'm eating around a dinner table and there's uh -huh. other noises. And so when uh -huh. I, and even my own sounds bother me. Like if I eat cereal and I hear it, uh -huh. I just like, it's really hard. Wow. Yeah. But I, I put earphones on or I put music or, but I feel so like my best friend is so sensitive to it because she doesn't uh -huh. want me to murder her. So <laughs> she, um, she always like goes in the other room and I feel like I've caused an eating disorder in her. Oh. But so it's is it just specific types of chewing? What about like slurping? Oh, oh no. no. Slur yes. No, no. I mean, yes. Slurping, <laughs> slurping, um, swallowing. Uh -huh. um, but also I'm very sensitive to loud sounds. I'm not, it doesn't make me, it makes me scared. I get very overly, like I jump out of my seat kind yes. of thing. Okay. Um, and yes. I really want to know though where, 
this came because I believe I got misophonia as a curse for something I did when I was younger. I believe from the that, sea witch because of your sea witch background. Yeah, <laughs> that's really fascinating. I mean, I don't know the origins of misophonia, whether it's an actual trauma response to something that happened at an earlier age versus is this an evolutionary characteristic that has somehow stayed in our gene pool? I, I'm not sure. But from an evolutionary standpoint, I could see how there might be a benefit to it. For example, if you if we were living in a hunter gatherer kind of state and you heard a chewing sound that would signal to you like, oh, someone's being eaten. Something is mm-hmm. something is dying. Or there's food I better over get there. out. Yeah. Or there's food, right? <laughs> so I, I don't know, but I mean, yeah, could this be sort of like a, a almost like a PTSD from from something happening initially? I don't know. But Emily, talk about like because I think I have it too. And like, you know, my husband been married for 15 years uh, or together 15 years, married eight, something like that. And he whenever he swallows, I just look at him, I'm like I just stare at him. Mm-hmm, like oh, this. Mm-hmm. My, and he's like, God. what am I doing? I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, I'm trying to swallow quietly. I can't do it. <laughs> and so I wonder if I have it. And just to clarify, you're talking about at the dinner table, not in bed, correctly? Correct. Correct. Yes. <laughs> okay. Nice, Priyanka. Nice. So wait, so Emily, talk to me about like relationships because I know what you're talking about. It's how do you say it and not say it like how you know what I'm saying yeah because it's a thing that you can't actually say to people who aren't even even like your closest person it was very hard for well I didn't even my best friend only found out when I was like kind of diagnosed with it but she knew I would always like leave the room or be in but um it's a hard thing to say to people because it sounds it's kind of like saying to somebody like you have bad breath. I had a double whammy with an ex because I had a problem with the way he ate. And then on top of it, every time he took a bite, his jaw would snap. Oh, God. His jaw, his jaw <laughs> oh, would crack. God, so it's dude. like, crack, crack, crack. And it was like, I got to go. I'm out of here. So I, I think this is where science can actually be really helpful in destigmatizing this to sort of share that, you know, the, my brain is processing information in a way that when I hear sounds specifically coming out of the human mouth in a specific way, it actually triggers the parts of my brain that cause me to feel intense disgust or anger. That's the intelligent thing to do. Obviously, I have no <laughs> friends because this is how I operate in the world. No, it's fantastic. But I usually put it on myself, too. And and be like, this is, I hate it. And I also, when I eat, I, I go like this and I, I hide and I, but like, it's also something that all, a lot of other sound things get to me. Like if the radio's on with music and someone starts talking and it's at the same, like it really bothers me, like sure. in a way that I, I have to, it's one or the other, one yeah. or the other. Is it enough for you to go talk about it? There's probably nothing you can do. Well, about I've it, right? asked my therapist because I'm like, where does this come from? Because I do have visceral yeah. memories of my mother eating cereal. But he's like, no, he actually said something that I'm like, I hope it's not that because my my best friend again was like, you need to watch the Phantom Thread. Have you seen the Phantom Thread? No. no oh, okay. That? So it won't really resonate. But the Phantom Thread, it's this Daniel Day-Lewis movie that Paul Thomas Anderson did. And in it, Daniel Day-Lewis, they don't say it. It's like an old tiny movie from the 1800s or whatever. But the woman starts eating toast and you hear it like in the movie, they amplify it how he hears it. And I'm like, that's it. Oh, wow. That's it. And in the movie, he's a bit of a like, he's 
a workaholic obsessed with work, obsessed with only what he wants to do. And uh-huh. my therapist said there is a tendency for narcissists <laughs> to have misophonia because there's really? some kind of thing with an oral something. That's interesting. So That's I bet really you a lot of actors like us. I have know, it. right? <laughs> yeah. But I, I mean, do. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Because I'm yeah. not a narcissist. No, no, not a narcissist. <laughs> Well, I'm going to be narcissistic and say, hey, let's get to our game. Okay, so Emily, we have a game called Dr. Wally's Hall of Fame. You'll each get three questions each. If you don't know the answer, I'll give you possible points for creativity. So definitely want to answer each question. Sean, you're going to go up first. First three questions. Ready, Sean? Okay, yes, I'm ready. Okay. I've answered all these right, by the way, on your other podcast. Oh, awesome. Okay, so this is going to be good. All right. So when axillary temperature is taken, what body part is involved? Axillary. You mean auxiliary? Of the axilla part of the body. Well, I'm going to guess, I'm there's a wild guess, your ear. No, that that is incorrect. It is actually the armpit, which the medical term for armpit is the axilla. So axillary body temperature is under the armpit. Okay, guess what? Because of the pandemic, nobody has to do anything like that anymore. They just shoot your (laughs) forehead or they shoot your wrist, right? With that digital thing. That's true, yeah. Oh, thank God. Where was that when I was a kid? Okay, second question for Sean. What magic duo performed at the Mirage Casino in Las Vegas from 1990 until 2003? Well, of course, it's Siegfried and Roy. Yes. Come on. Wait, doesn't it have to be a medical question? Because that's what I know about. Great question, Emily. So initially, we would do all three medical questions, but it was a train wreck getting Sean to go through them. (laughs) I loved it because he's so bad at it, and I am so good at it. Horrible, I know. Well, you'll get some, you'll get okay. some. Now we only do one medical question and two fun questions. But ironically, Sean continues to have the same track record. <laughs> I got the gay one right. I get the Siegfried and gay one right. But <laughs> okay, on the TV show Will and Grace. I'm not going to get it. I never get these either when they ask me about Jits Grace. Okay, what television show filmed Will and your character Jack kissing in protest of NBC's last minute cancellation of the first televised gay kiss? Yes, well, this one's a good one. This one's a famous one. Al, Al Roker on the Today Show. Very good. That yeah. is very good. Okay. God, by the way, that's the most I gotten right. I got two right. Okay, so Sean, you got um, two questions. Oh, two, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> All right, Emily, your turn. Okay. Advil, Motrin, and Nurofen are different brand names for which... Ibuprofen. Very good. That oh, is nice. correct. Nice. <laughs> Love it. That was great. Okay. I know a lot about medical. So I That's awesome. I am a hypoca- I, Yeah. Are, are you just into... You're just like reading medical stuff all the time? I have or? basically a degree in WebMD. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Love it. Okay. On the TV show Shit's Creek, oh. what did Moira accuse your character Stevie of stealing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, um, oh my, oh, where am I? Where am I? Jewelry? Yes, yes. Yeah, oh, very yeah, good. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, Yay. it was for diamond earrings. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love that. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you have previously revealed what you think your character Stevie's favorite drink would be. What is it? 
oh gosh, I probably revealed that when they were like, what would Stevie's favorite drink be? And I had <laughs> yeah, to come yeah. up with something. <laughs> uh, and now, um, what would Stevie's, and it was probably when I was doing some promotional thing for a certain kind of drink. <laughs> um, 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 a margarita? Your original answer was Long Island iced tea and a spicy Bloody Mary on Sundays. I know why I said that. I know why I said that. It had nothing to do with what Stevie would drink. <laughs> okay. Okay. Actually, you both are tied. We both so, got two, right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's time for a tiebreaker round. So the first person to answer correctly or close enough wins. Great. Are you ready? Yes. In what reality TV show are contestants eliminated in tribal council? Oh, I actually know that. Do we get to both answer? Yeah. Survivor. Oh, Survivor. Yes, that's right? correct. That's, yes. And the only reason yes. I know that is that was the first reality television show ever. It was? And yeah, Survivor, wasn't it? I don't know. I mean, not the the first of the wave of reality when right, American right, right. Idol came in. I mean, I'm sure, you know, back in the day of the old times. Yeah. Yeah, that's very impressive. Um, <laughs> you are the winner of this yes! week's yes! Dr. Wally Hall of Fame. Well deserved. Well deserved. Eh? Emily, thank you so much for being here today. You are so thank funny and so delightful and so talented. Thank uh, you so much. And if you need any medical help, so if, honestly, ask me. I really know a lot. And no one knows that. I feel so, like I've wait. met a, a fellow hypochondriactor, so thank Dr. you. Dr. Hampshire, everyone. <laughs> Thanks, Emily. <laughs> thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye, honey. Thanks so much. She's fantastic. What a lovely human being. Yeah, she's so fun. Don't you love that when you are a fan of somebody in real life and on a show and then you meet them and they're just as fun and bubbly and hilarious? Yes, as it's the perfect thing. I didn't realize that she loves medical stuff. I would I have know. I would have leaned in deeper into that. But That's okay. Um, Misophonia, I think I have it. I think I have it. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Funny that she mentioned that like maybe actors <laughs> <laughs> I think it's all about sensitivity, right? And yeah. I mean, some of us are just wired more in a more sensitive fashion. And yeah. I think it's beautiful because it creates a very diverse neuro landscape. Thank right? you. We don't, we don't want people that are all the same brain wise. We want that diversity. I heard the compliment in there that you think I'm beautiful. You are beautiful. You know, Preka, I think you're beautiful. Oh, thank you. Uh -huh, and I think our listeners are beautiful. Yes, this is a, just a beautiful show. A beautiful show. show. And everybody, I just want to say thank you. No, really, thank you. We really are so appreciative of you all. Yes, and, thank you. Yes. And don't worry. Be healthy, everybody. Bye. Ciao. Hypochondria Actor is a Hazy Mills production hosted by me, Sean Hayes, and Dr. Priyanka Wally. Rebecca Eisenberg and Todd Milliner are our executive producers. Production and editing is by Rabbit Grin Productions. Original music by Scott Eisenogel and Leo Rosner. This is a Hazy Mills production. All content discussed on Hypochondriactor are the individual opinions of Dr. Priyanka Wally and Sean Hayes and should not be construed as personalized medical advice. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. Please consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the podcast.